Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Is that your boat? Nah, working on it. That's not mine. It's a friend's. You have, you, have a, you have a bigger boat than that, huh? Let me come down and ride around on the boat with you. We could broadcast from the boat. You could do your show. I could do my show. And, and really, there would be no reason for me to leave. How about that? Was that your boat in the clip? Are you doing your show from that? You're the second guy to ask that uh, today. Um, I think that that's not, but we're working on it. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hi, everybody. We are live. It's hour two of the RP Show coming to you live from Radio Row at Super Bowl 58 in Las Vegas. We're at Mandalay Bay's Convention Center. And uh, I'm going to tell you, uh, maybe we've saved the best for last in terms of the last hour of the week. Because the moose is going to come back in and we're going to do audience takeover the rest of the way until later on this hour when Jeff Reinbold drops by. But let's bring the moose in. He's in Toronto. I'm here in Vegas. And um, we're planning on moose joining us in New Orleans next year. I have not told you that, Darren, but it's going to happen. Super Bowl 59. You'll be there in New Orleans and we'll have big fun and we'll be there all week. And I hope that we can find a $22 hotel. Can I read you? A couple of comments from the audience before we jump in. Yeah. With yours and my thoughts. Okay. Uh, and by the way, I don't know that Reinbold's going to be here. He said he was going to be here yesterday and then didn't. So I'm guessing he'll be here later on. But there's a very good chance it'll just be me and Darren and uh, talking Super Bowl and sports and CFL, if that's your jam, or NHL tonight. We still have to do our bet, Regal Breakaway Bets. Clark took your place yesterday in that spot. Jack Fulton's watching in Vulcan, Alberta, and he writes in. He says, Roddy, I missed a great program yesterday. My three go-to guys, RP, Alex Singleton, and Randy Grimes. But it will be another great show today. Always is. Thank you, Jack. I also wanted to think the intro coming in talked about the boats, and that was Mo Egger saying, Rod, is that your boat, or do you have a bigger boat? You weren't in Vegas, uh, sorry, you weren't in Florida long enough, I don't think, Darren, to get the sense... It's all about how big your boat is. It's like I thought I got away from that in Saskatchewan and the prairies where it's how big is your truck. Now it's how big is your boat. People are obsessed. 20 feet, 28 feet. Oh, it's only 28 feet. Mine's 40. Um, man, I was on a boat with my guy Brent from Wellington, Florida. How big's your boat, Brent? <clears throat> There's something about that, Darren. What do they say about that? It's, they're obsessed with the size of the boats in Florida. It's not the size of the boat. Anyways, um, run your own race, right? That's what I say. <laughs> run your own race. and uh, You yeah. might have a big boat. Yeah, they're obsessed but, with it. Yeah, exactly. It's about the driver. Uh, Wayne in Victoria, B.C. says, I thought most people would know that it's called Radio Row from over 40 years ago, and it's not only for radio. Well, the amount of podcasts here, they far, far, far outnumber. There's more podcasts here than anything else. Uh, we were talking about the, that this morning. There's like, I read recently 2 million podcasts in North America, and I'm like, I think there are 2 million sports podcasts, let alone gardening and cooking and everything else my god there's a million so for those that are spending their time watching this show today i really really appreciate it and i don't know if i told you this this morning in our morning meeting but darren i went over to the margaritaville yesterday the legendary jimmy buffett restaurant and the the bar stool guys were doing a live show there and you probably know more than this than i do but i feel like bar stool is the og of podcasts and digital media. Am I right or wrong on that? Barstool Sports. That's a pretty good assessment. They're, they're, they're there. They're the OG of this, this industry. You bet. Well, and for those that don't know what I mean, original gangster is what it means. They, were the, they started it. Mm -hmm. But I'm sitting there watching it with my friend Nick Davis from Toronto, and I'm like, there's nothing real special here. They're just sitting here, three guys dropping a lot of F-bombs, and... Really, it's spit talking everybody. Like, 
<laughs> this is because I've never like I know they launched Spit and Chicklets and they've launched uh, who else? Uh, McAfee, right? But I'm like, if all you want to do is sit around and swear and cut people up, is that is that what people want these days? I don't know. See, apparently, I know it's. I think what really wins with it is, and it's it's similar principles that I think wins with us. It's authenticity. It, you know, they let the platform and they let their people be their people. You let the host be themselves. And some of them, yeah, I think you got to swear and you got to be outlandish and you got to be crazy and take the hot takes. And that's cool. For some of them, that's who they really are. So, I mean, be your authentic self. It works. And, you know, we're not going to yeah. put you in a box and try and tell you what to do. And I think that's what's worked for that platform. And, you know, that model's kind of working for us, too. Yeah, it's great. And by the way, now's the time, everybody. I said it's going to be viewer takeover for all of our two until Jeff Reinbold shows up. And I'm not sure that he is even going to show up. So, yeah, whatever you'd like to talk about, 902-518-3033. But it's not every day that we get to Las Vegas and to Super Bowl. So, if, you know, that's where we will keep the focus of our two. But uh, Jeff, the Stamps fan, writes in and says, the truth is when the Golden Knights start to be a lesser team, we have no idea how successful they will be in the market. What I think about that is that they'll never be a lesser team. I went for supper the other night, Wednesday night, to Vic and Anthony's Steakhouse, my favorite steakhouse in this city, maybe in all of America, with Bill Ollie. And his son, Keith Ollie, played for Kelly McCrimmon and Brandon. He also played for the Leafs, the Orders, and the Lightning and the Flames. And we talked, I asked him a lot about how Kelly McCrimmon ran the Brandon Wheat Kings when Keith was there. Not that I didn't, didn't know, I was with a rival team just down the highway, but I wanted to know more. And I said, this is exactly how Kelly's running the Vegas Golden Knights. They're always going to be in contention. They, they may not win it every year, but they're always going to be in contention, the Vegas Golden Knights. And if you're Bill Foley, the owner, he had a threat of losing Kelly. I'm not sure how many people know this. He had an opportunity to go to the Seattle Kraken and Bill Foley literally said, what do you want? Money, title, power, you name it. And he gave it to him. So I'd, as long as Kelly McCrimmon's above the ground and running this team, they're not going to be a lesser franchise. Change my mind. We've seen it. You know, we've already seen it. His fingerprints yeah, were it. all over that team before he was the general manager. We've seen it with the time in Brandon. Um, it's just... That's what good people do, right? Uh, people who know what they're doing can apply the same principles and formulas to different organizations, to different leagues. You know, that's why we see the people who stay in the game the longest are the ones that can adapt and grow and always be successful. And um, here's the case with Kelly. Um, John in Edmonton writes in and he says, now that the NHL players get to go to the Olympics, why not let the NFL players go for flag football? This is a larger political issue than we have time for here. Um, but I, it's just, I'm going to voice my opinion on it. And whether it matters or not, it's not going to matter at the end of the day. But... It was the argument when the NHL players started playing in the Olympics in the 90s. We had a national team then. And it's like these guys try out for the national team. They represent Canada in national and international tournaments. And then the NHLers come in and just kick them out of the way. And I had a problem with it then. But it happened. And that's what I'm saying now. Darren and I and Serena all have a close relationship with USA football. We broadcast their national championships last year. We know the U.S. national team members of the men's and women's teams. So I'm offended that the NFL players would just come in and take their spot. Same thing happened with hockey in the 90s. I'm expecting this will probably happen now. I don't think you went with the NFL and flag football here. I don't know that. Scott Hallenbach, the CEO of USA Football, said yesterday here... The NFLers will have the chance to try out for the team, just like our national team members, and we want to win a gold medal. So it's going to come down to who gives us the best opportunity to win a gold medal. That I believe. But if I feel, Darren, that the NFL wants the marketing to, out of it, who stands to make the most money? That's who will win. <laughs> and I don't know the answer to that right now. I know. There is a big opportunity, the marketing side of it. You know, having your athletes put on the national jersey of the USA, Canada, Mexico, wherever it might be, um, Japan. I think there's a real big opportunity there. Um, 
And you're to the question, they are allowing NFL players to play in the Olympics, I believe. There is no not allowing them to play. It's in their off season. It's the the tryouts and all of that will work around OTAs and, and workouts yeah. that they have before the season starts. So it will be something that they have to earn the spot. Will they earn it? I don't know. They're going to have to really come ready to play. They're going to have to put maximum effort in. They're going to have to take it seriously. This isn't going to be fantasy camp for the NFLers. They're not just going to roll in and play touch football on the beach and win an Olympic gold medal. You and I have seen it firsthand. The athletes on the national teams are really good. And for a lot of them, especially on the guys' side, they played NCAA football. They've played at a high level, very skilled, know the nuances of the game, which matters. So it's not cut and dry that the NFLers will just walk in and take their spots, but they'll have the opportunity. You make a really good point. As we stand here now, the NFL players are not barred from playing. They're not um, just because they're professionals. But as Scott said, they can come try out like anybody else and we'll pick the best players. That seems very simple, but maybe it is just that simple. I don't know. Bob writes in and says, to think the Saskatchewan Rough Riders and others turned away the NFL and a preseason game from Mosaic Stadium in Regina. Well, and people have short memories. I had a problem with it at the time, but these things keep happening. Uh, and speaking of that, John in Edmonton has had a lot of great questions today. He says, Rod, breaking news, the NFL will play a regular season game in Spain in 2025 for the first time ever. The league announced Friday. Was it officially announced today? Because like two, three days ago, they were talking about that this would happen. It's going to be in Brazil. And uh, to be honest, somebody wrote in here earlier and said, I wish that the CFL would promote the Grey Cup the way the NFL promotes Super Bowl. And I don't know if that's ever even possible now. Again, maybe I should write the book because I keep saying I'd like to read the book how the CFL 50 years ago paid more money than the NFL in salaries. So a lot of players came to Canada. George Reed, Ron Este are two that I know personally, but there were many, and how they just went like this. It's a book. It's a thesis. It's something. And the NFL can't be caught now, and I don't know if the CFL, I don't know. I will say this, there's been people here from the Lions, people here in that Super Bowl from the Vancouver Grey Cup Committee next year, which you would expect they would be, right, Darren, on a fact-finding mission or however they say it. And they do want a role for us there, but this is what I want. You can't see it, really, I don't think, but we're very crammed in here, extremely crammed in here. If we're doing the show from the Grey Cup, I want what you're seeing in my other shots. The big set, a crew, I want the whole thing. I want the McAfee treatment at the Grey Cup next year. Write it down. Can we make the? And yes, and then we'll make it happen. I think it would be great. You know what? I'm glad to hear you say that because I, I don't know if people realize this, but you don't often say what you want. Does that make sense? You don't often come in and no, say, never. I want this, I want that. We don't really hear that from a crew standpoint. So for you to say, I want this, that gives us something to put our, our you know, to work towards. And I think that's cool. I think that's exciting. And I think, you know what? Why can't we make that happen in Vancouver? Well, we can. And as a matter of fact, those officials approached you first in Hamilton at this year's Grey Cup. So the older people watching this will understand the way that I was raised. The reason you hear why you never hear me say what I want, if I ever asked or complained, whack. So I don't. But in this case, I'm walking around here going, yeah, that's what I want. Because I know that it would work. We kind of had that at Ballers in Regina. Remember, the CFL Players Association was bringing all the players by to come up onto the set. We had it there. But again, that's an off-site, off-location place in a bar nowhere near any of the festivities. I want right in the convention center in the middle of everybody the McAfee treatment. Not only is it what we deserve, it's what the CFL deserves. It's what the players deserve and the coaches deserve and the fans deserve. What do you think? I agree. I told you this morning, we do this show for the coaches and the players and the fans. And uh, 
it would be a lot of fun. And you know what? It will be a lot of fun. So uh, we'll get some plans in place and get that moving. Okay. Glad to hear you say Well, it's funny because my coach advisor in Florida, she said the same thing, Lisa. She's like, you don't, you're not asking for anything. And I said, why would I? <laughs> I'm extremely happy. I want to be here. I want to be with her. I want to do this. I got everything I want. She's like, well, you can ask for more. Let me think about it. <laughs> Jordan writes in and says, how do we feel about Joe Flacco winning comeback player of the year over Baker Mayfield? Well, I don't know why I see things so differently now than I used to. Basically, non-biased. I'm not biased like I used to be to certain things. And what I mean by that is all those guys were deserving. Wasn't there not four or five finalists for the award? I think DeMar Hamlin was in the running. The Joe Flacco, I mean, the guy was literally on his couch in December. That's why I think he won. And they're all deserving and worthy candidates, is my point, especially the finalists. They're all got great stories. So it's very hard to pick one over another. And again, that's why we have a vote. Anyone, if any one of them that had won, it would not have bothered me. You? Yeah, no, I have no problems with it. You know, people want to get really, really dramatic and say, really, a guy who was dead came back and played and he's not the comeback player of the year. Um, I think if DeMar Hamlin would have had a bigger role, if he'd have came back and been an everyday starter, and, you know, largely we never heard of DeMar Hamlin this year. It, you know, the feel-good story yeah. around DeMar Hamlin was last year and the great work the medical team did and him fighting through in the offseason and, and playing again, you know, takes a lot of courage. But it didn't sweep up the league this year. The feel-good story this year in the league was Baker's comeback, and it was Joe Flacco. That was the feel-good story in the league this year that we all celebrated. They say, no matter how old you are, no matter how much the game has been removed from you, you can still play, and you can still come back and do this if you work at it, and you put your mind to it, and are in the right situation. And Joe Flacco proved that. And what a great story it was. Every, every one of them is worthy. We got great comments coming in. We're having a blast. It is Friday of Super Bowl week, and we're at the convener at Mandalay Bay at Super Bowl 58. Jeff Reinbold has threatened to join us live. I'll believe it. <laughs> he did the same yesterday. So uh, this is what I wanted. Me and Moose, you're seeing behind me what's going on. You're getting a good look at what's happening at Super Bowl. This is exactly what I wanted, and I appreciate Darren and our crew for pulling this off. And I opened this show if people weren't watching an hour and a half ago. I said, you can't pull something off like this without a great team. And we, well, with a team, period. But with a tremendous team like ours, that's what's bringing it all together. Darren, Jordan, Ryan, Joe, obviously yourself, Clark, did I mention? So I thank everybody. We'll get to your comments some more when we come back. We're live from Super Bowl 58 on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Need a champion for your charity event? An all-star for your seminar? How about an Olympian to give a winning keynote speech? EMJ Marketing is the place to go. EMJ Marketing is one of Canada's top speaker bureaus with some of Canada's most recognizable athletes and entertainers on their roster. EMJ also represents a wide range of impactful keynote speakers and MCs. So whether you need to fill a spot on stage or someone to arrange the entire event, do it with one stop. EMJ Marketing. 
Take the first step to success for your next event. Visit emjmarketing.com. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson. Hey, everybody. We are broadcasting live from Radio Rose Super Bowl 58. It's our final hour of the week. Learning as we go. I feel like next year, Super Bowl 59 in New Orleans will be there all week long. But I can tell you this. Um... There's more people in here than ever. And people are comparing this to other championship weekends like Grey Cup, like Briar, and it, it, it is picking up on the weekend. There's no doubt about that. Some people do have to work other jobs, you know. Speaking of championships, Canada's top men's curling teams are in the thick of their season and their eyes are locked on the Briar, Montana's Briar. 2024 edition presented by AGI. It'll be in the Queen City March 1st to the 10th and the tickets are on sale now. At curling.ca slash tickets, they range in price from $24 to $70, depending on the draw and seat selection. Youth tickets are just $9.99 for all draws. See you there. RP Show proud to promote the Briar and, of course, the Scotties. You can buy tickets for both at curling.ca slash tickets. Let's bring the moose in, um, and I appreciate a lot of things. Um, the Rod Squad, the people that have been watching this show since day one, this is episode number 1177, Darren, a brainchild of yours. And uh, I appreciate that. I'm very grateful for that. But they're thinking it's pretty cool that this show's broadcasting live from Super Bowl. And I want to bring, uh, can I read, do you mind? I'll read some comments. We'll do this all together here. With yeah. The audience and us. That's kind of what we do. It's what we do. Um, you know, regarding CFL free agency, and if Ryan Bold shows up, like he said that he would. I mean, he was here once, and then he left again. <laughs> Imagine if his players did that. He kicked their ass. Anyways, he has thoughts on the CFL free agency and Grey Cup versus Super Bowl. I'd like to hear them on the, on the air, you know. But Jeff, the Stams fan, says, I'd like to see the CFL Governors and Players Association agree on longer-term contracts so we don't see this free-for-all every February. It helps the bad teams, hurts the good ones. Yeah, but that's not going to happen, Jeff. This is what the players, the players want this. Can I just say they're not going back? I don't think they're ever going back, Darren. One-year deals is where it's at. And by the way, the NFL and NHL does it too. I think it just it, it affects the CFL more because it's a smaller league. You know what I mean? You said it's more amplified because there's less teams and players. Yeah, less teams and players. You know the guaranteed money. There's more guaranteed money floating around in the Amer in the in the NFL. You know percentages of the contracts, right? There's more guarantees than there are in the Canadian Football League. That plays a factor into it. Um, there are a lot of factors, but you know what? Um, We'll give the CFL this. Like, the product is getting better. Um, it was a lot better last year. Uh, it's trending in, you know, a, a little bit of a better direction. They still have a lot of work to do. But it can be still something that we enjoy if they continue to put in the work and the right people do, you know, make some great choices. Uh, Jack in Alberta says, if the CFL people don't give you whatever you ask for, they are missing the point. The RP shows the biggest thing going. Well, we'll see. Let's just get through Super Bowl, and then we'll see. Um, I think the betting would be a big portion, too, and I'll come back on that. But from some of the audience, from Lee Harding watching, he says, that Ballers Grey Cup party was the greatest. I wouldn't have even known about it without you, Rod, and this show, obviously. And he says, plus, I only found out about Canada versus USA and Regina because of you just now. I got my master's in public policy with number 19, Brianne Jenner. So I, I didn't know it was going on either till I put together my sports update there for Ballers Rec Room. Jason in Red Deer, uh, sorry, in Crown and Landmark Cinemas. Uh, Bob writes that he says the Rod Peterson shows the biggest promoter of the CFL bar none. Yeah, and I think they're starting to realize that. So that's why... We're going to look forwards, not back, because we can be beautiful together. Jason in Red Deer writes in, Darren, and says, it's so cool to just listen to the literal buzz happening, Rod. What an experience it must be. How many times bigger and brighter 
than the Grey Cup Festival. It's interesting you say that, and Darren, I want your opinion on this. This is how and why we need a strong leader in anything, in a company, in a family, in a league, within a team. We need a strong leader because 2010 Grey Cup in Edmonton, I was sitting at a table with a bunch of CFL guys, some Hall of Famers, and I don't want to say, well, who is this? They're going nuts behind me. People are going crazy over stopping for photos. Anyways, one of the guys I was sitting with goes, it's getting too, it's gotten too big. I said, what are you talking about? I don't want to know. He was an Eskimos Hall of Famer, big name. And uh, he goes, it, I, I used to be able to get to every event in a day. Now there's too many events. It's too big. And I think there's a very large faction of CFL leaders and decision makers that want to keep it small. I said it. I said it. And as long as they have the wheel, nothing's going to change. That's what I think. You? It's, I don't know if we have enough time for this. There's enough. It's, I, yeah. <laughs> um, there's a difference between keeping it small and keeping the charm that is Grey Cup. Because there's a definite charm to it. There's a definite togetherness to it. There is a definite. There's a, a definite um, feeling of um, access that you don't have at Super Bowl. Like Super Bowl is great when you're in media role. You have access to everybody: the players, the legends, the TV people, you name it. But you need a badge, right? You need a badge for that. Um, when it comes to the CFL, the fans have more access to the players and the media than than the NFL by for sure. You just got to buy a little party pass, and you're hanging out with the players. Um, and you can run into them. So there's that. But it doesn't mean the CFL needs to be small. You can keep that charm. You can keep what makes the Grey Cup great and this intimacy and this ability to be sitting at a party table with Damon Allen or any of the celebrities um, and still be big. You can still make it bigger and keep growing it. So I think that's something to pay attention to. You don't have to lose what makes it special but it can still be big. We don't need to keep it small. Um, and that's where I think the opportunity is. And I think that's what makes the CFL and the NFL a little different. I'm going to try to get to as many as my, of the comments as we can, but we're into a good, a good discussion here. And, you know, I have moved to Florida and I am a CFL rep there. There's no doubt because I wear CFL stuff all the time and people always bring up good and bad, mostly good. But a lot of times I hear this, the uh, two teams with the same name. They still think that. And uh, I correct them. But I remember one, a CFL governor back in the day saying, I like the fact that we have two teams with the same name. It's quaint. It what make, it's what makes us us. <laughs> well, again, as long as those types of guys are making the decisions, we ain't going nowhere. But this is a, this is a tall forehead. This is a suit. You know what I mean? So there, if that's the way they want to look at it, you ain't never going to grow. Um, Craig Campbell from the Hockey Hall of Fame writing, and he says, the Argos and all teams lost several players, but all will be replaced. See you guys in BC next year or sooner. That's Craig from the Hockey Hall of Fame. Randy from Winnipeg says, you have to keep the Grey Cup affordable. I don't... That's another thing. Darren and I came back from the Super Bowl in L.A. two years ago. When I say came back, I went back to Calgary. You went back to Saskatchewan. And I made the comment, after having been at the Super Bowl for the first time, I said, we need to make the Grey Cup must attend. And I got so summarily trounced by the national media, and I could name them, and a lot of fans and CFL people. And as, how dare you say we raise ticket prices? How dare you say this? I said, where did I ever say they need to raise any costs? It's about marketing, it's about creating hype and making it a place that you need to be. You gotta be there. Who said any, but, 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 but the way things, what was said, I said, I'm, I'm done, I'm out. You guys, you're never, you're committed to misunderstanding what I'm trying to say here. So I'm gonna do my thing somewhere else. And now it's looped around to, I think next year in Vancouver at the Grey Cup at the convention center, it, this show with the Grey Cup will be the biggest thing going. And we'll have all those uh, exciting players on. So I think 
like I said, there's people committed to it staying small, and as long as they feel that way, it's going to stay small. Um, going, ooh. <laughs> From my guy Mike Soulier, he writes in and says, uh, looking good in Vegas, Rod. Signed, Sewell's. Hockey trainer to the stars. Fake Gainer writes in. He says, hey, solid show. I love when the shows are live on location. If you could do one other event that you haven't done live on location, what would it be? Olympics in Paris this summer? The Bannock Festival in uh, the Bannock Festival in Macklin? Signed, Fake Gainer. Well, I'll be honest. It doesn't get any bigger than this. And if we're going to do the Olympics... It'll be 2028 in Los Angeles, and I don't want to be anywhere else. I want to be there the day Canada plays the USA in flag football. And by the way, there's a reason why some people are in the roles that they're in. You remember that guy, the head of team from France, from IFAF, International Federation of American Football, uh, Pierre, who we interviewed live on the Olympic Network, but our mic wasn't on, so then we had to do it again. Remember that guy, Pierre? Yes. makes a beeline for me in the lobby of Mandalay Bay on Wednesday. I was still lugging all my bags. I hear this, Rod, 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 running across the lobby. And I'm like, I don't have a pass on or anything. I have nothing that said my name on it. He's the CEO of Football France. Pierre, he remembered my name. I didn't remember his. Sharp guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Doesn't Clearly. forget a name or a face. And he was there at the USA Football National Championships that we were broadcasting at last summer. It seems like 10 years ago, doesn't it, Darren? Um, oh, my God. David number one, David number one in Winnipeg writes in and he says, who do you think is better at their job, Roger Goodell or Randy Ambrosi? That's not even fair. And I guess, as you say, what makes this show popular is its authenticity. I don't, I, I feel sorry for Randy Ambrosi because I feel like he can't get anything done. I think it's, I don't think he's a small thinker because I know him personally. I don't think he is. But he's beholden and handcuffed by the people that are. Fair. And with the, and hey, I got some really good intel the other day. I know we got a break here, but I got some unreal intel about the NFL playing their neutral site games in London. Certain NFL owners, <coughs> Jerry Jones, were against it. They were against it. Just like certain CFL owners were against playing a game in Halifax, let alone putting a team in Halifax. It's a, it's the, the way people think, it's just to scale. It's the same kind of people in the NFL as are in the CFL, believe me. Same kind of guys in the WHL as that are in the NHL. The thinking's the same. But Goodell, what did I say earlier? Strong leader. He was like, Jerry, get out of the way. We're doing it. And now they're adding countries, adding billions of dollars. And the CFL, is that's what bothers me, is it's sitting there, and I'd like to know where the innovation and the creativity is. We'll be back with more in a moment, broadcasting live from Super Bowl 58 at Mandalay Bay's Convention Center on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Are you struggling in life, perhaps feeling hopeless? or even battling an addiction that's taking your life down the drain. It's time you made the decision to stop the struggle and contact Peterson Recovery. Hi, Rod Peterson here, and I've been a licensed recovery coach since 2017, helping athletes, entertainers, and soldiers get their lives back and go on to lead a happy life. Now, I'd like to help you. Mental health is real, and sometimes all it takes is some guidance from someone who's been there. Follow Peterson Recovery on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and DM me or email petersonrecovery at aol.com. It's never too late. Oh, yeah. He's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. 
RP Show continues live from Radio Rose, Super Bowl 58. Hey, there's a game on Sunday. I don't know if you heard. 6.30 Eastern, 3.30 Pacific, 49ers and Chiefs. Maybe Moose and I will actually get around to talking about that. Uh, but just before we bring him back in, the Telemiracle Online 50-50 is live now. Telemiracle 48 coming up. It's Saskatchewan's charity. You can help out by purchasing your tickets at telemiracle5050.com. Tell them the RP show sent you. You just got to be 18 years of age or over and physically in the province of Saskatchewan. Winner gets half. Telemiracle 48 gets half. And if you want to know where the money's going, visit telemiracle.com to learn how the Kinsman Foundation is helping people every day in Saskatchewan. Ooh, I just got a heart murmur mentioning Saskatchewan to improve their independence and quality of life. Let's bring the moose back in. We're a long ways from the wheat fields and frozen ponds of our homeland, but uh, never forgotten here, loving our time. Regarding um, Super Bowl versus Grey Cup, Tim from Vegas writes in and he says, you are so right. I was at NFL Experience at Mandalay yesterday. I've had as much fun at Ryderville at the Grey Cup. CFL does a better job than people realize. People need to get out and enjoy it. Um, that's, what I, that's what I don't understand. If it's a marketing thing versus a money thing, I don't know. I don't think about it anymore. It used to keep me up at night. We're building this show. And if we can do it with the CFL together, that's what I would like. But if they don't want to, we'll keep doing our own thing. I don't think about that Great Cup stuff. Regarding Rough Riders and Rough Riders, the CFL having two teams with the same name, Colin in Ottawa writes in, who Darren met at this year's Grey Cup. Because these events are about bringing people together and building relationships. Colin says, listen, I've gotten over the fact you guys stole our name. We, Ottawa, lost our rights to the Rough Riders name when we folded the first time in 1996. How about that? Correct. Correct. And by the way, we didn't steal your name. We already had the name Rough Riders and the leagues merged, hence why we had two names, two, two teams with one name. And Jeff, the Stamps fan says, Rough Riders and Rough Riders, two words, was awesome, especially because it's such an obscure name to start with. It's not obscure at all. Do a little history and look it up. The original RCMP, they were called the Rough Riders, the Northwest Mounted Police. The people policing the lands on horseback were called Rough Riders. Please tell me, Darren, you knew that. Please tell me you knew that. I've been to the museum. I've done my history. I've had the tour. Right. Right? Did that when I was a little kid. Yeah. Well, that's my point is why I just, it gets tiring re-educating everybody. What's a Rough Rider? It's a mounted police from hundreds of years ago, literally. Yeah, I guess it's a good thing, educating Thank people. You guys so much. Um, while we're sitting here, oh, then we'll just one more thing. Randy from Winnipeg writes in and says, any, I see this, any North uh, Nathan Rourke fans out there, check out his interview on Overdrive TSN yesterday. Good interview. Um, and I apologize here, but Kirk writes in, he is in Saskatoon. And he says, no one wins the Grey Cup on paper, but what have you liked so far in free agency from all the teams? I like what the Riders have done so far. We addressed it way back in hour one, at the end of segment one. We addressed it already. So I would encourage you to go back and watch there. Gary in Penticton, BC says, if you're at the Grey Cup, I will most definitely drive and come and watch you do your magic. Can't wait. No, I, again, the McAfee treatment, Big audience in front. This show, speakers, players, coaches, all the movers and shakers of the Canadian Football League, we're all about it. Um, Herb in Melville says, Rod, don't change. You have a lot of naysayers, but you're way above Barstool's podcasts. Do we have a lot of naysayers, Darren? I, I, didn't, I didn't know that. Do we have a lot of naysayers? That's news to me. We don't pay attention if we do. Ah, I don't listen to them. Uh, 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 well, okay. Uh, Jeff from Yorkton writes in. He says, a rough rider. He looked it up. A member of the first U.S. volunteer cavalry regiment in the Spanish-American War commanded by Theodore Roosevelt. Yeah, if you want the American definition. 
But as Canadian born and raised in Canadian citizens, in Canada, it's mounted police. How the hell did we end up in this holy war today? <laughs> That's why people let you never know. You never know where you're going to, what road we're going to go down on this program. Okay. You did not play NHL bet regal breakaway bets yesterday, and that's a failing of mine. You were gone before we had a chance to play it. Clark filled in and did an apt job. But what we do for our exclusive betting partner is pick the nightly NHL winners, and there are only three games tonight. Are you ready to go with, with it? Ready to give I'm yours? Ready. Bet regal is the official betting partner of the RP show. And here we go. The Pittsburgh Penguins are at the Minnesota Wild tonight. Who wins that game straight up? I'll take the Pittsburgh Penguins. You think they're rolling? Uh, me too. They're rolling. They beat the Jets the other night in the Wild. They're going down the crapper. The New York Rangers at the Chicago Blackhawks. Oh, you get a tingle at any time an original six matchup happens. Blackhawks still don't have Connor Bedard. Who wins in your mind, Rangers at Blackhawks? The Rangers will win this one tonight. Yeah, that's an easy one. Well, this ain't hard, although this might be the Edmonton Oilers at the Anaheim Ducks. Oilers looking to start another streak. Who wins tonight, Oilers at Anaheim? Yeah, no worries for Oilers fans. They'll win tonight and get back right on track. It's a clean sweep of the RP show host. In the three games, we all pick the same ones. But I, I got to say, it's, it's fun, a lot of fun, coming back to Las Vegas. Been coming here many times. The old me, the new me, it hasn't changed. I have. But it's fun having NHL hockey to go to. And uh, I told you that I went for supper the other night with Bill Lawley and his wonderful gal Mona. And they came down here Tuesday night. They bought tickets to the Oilers and the Golden Knights because he wanted to be in attendance when the Oilers made history. And a funny thing happened yep. on the way to that. But that's, uh, that's a sports fan right there. Shelling out the dough, dropping thousands to come watch your team play. And it's tough. I, I just, I, I want your take on that before I let you go. There's no shame in losing to Vegas at any time, whether it's at the end of a 16-game winning streak, whether it's here, whether it's there in Edmonton, there's no shame. But if you're the Oilers and their fans, you're probably coming out of that game going, are we ever going to be able to get past these guys? you got to be thinking that. They're the kryptonite, right, for the Oilers right now. Beat everybody else in the league. We can do all these great things, but Vegas has our number. Even when we play really well, control the play. They block all the shots, and their goalie stands on his head and makes the saves. Like, what do we have to do to beat the Vegas Golden Knights? I think Edmonton just hopes that they don't have to meet them in the playoffs. But you know what? I think that's important. I think you gotta you got to face your fears, and you got to get past your adversities in order to achieve what you're trying to achieve. So I think, unfortunately, buckle up, Oiler fans, because if you're going to win the Stanley Cup, you're going to have to go through Vegas at some point. Well, if people are paying attention, this is how it works. This is why teams load up at the trade deadline, because they want to assemble, general managers want to assemble as much possible talent in one dressing room as possible. And then if the coach fails, he gets fired. And the GM can say, well, I, I built the best team. If we didn't win, that's not my fault. But it's not always about culture. Sorry, it is always about culture. It's not always about talent. But you look at Vegas here, adding uh, Jack Eichel a couple of years ago. You know how Kelly McCrimmon operates. And it yeah. worked. He kept firing coaches until they got one that could win. And they finally did. Al in Saskatoon writes in. He says, I love your 07 ring rod. Great time. We'll see you in Vancouver. As I said earlier, I got two on here today, 2013 and 2007. They go ape for these rings here they don't care they don't care it's football they don't care yeah. they just love looking at them um but yeah there's a long time to go between now and vancouver's gray cup next november <laughs> we sat here and made our plans today already um i guess we could say deal or no deal for the super bowl the way to turn this into a segment deal or no deal for bet regal 
the National Football League Championship, the Super Bowl, Sunday, Allegiant Stadium, Kansas City Chiefs versus the San Francisco 49ers at Bet Regal, our exclusive betting partner. The 49ers are favored by two. Are you taking the deal, Darren? No deal. No deal. I'm riding with the Chiefs. And I'll, uh, I'll take them to win. Times two. Approved. Still can't quite figure it out, but everybody says don't bet against Mahomes. And then they do when it comes to the odds. I think it'll be a great game, and we're picking the Chiefs to win. At the very least, beat the spread. Great job, Moose. Thanks for riding shotgun uh, with me today. You enjoy Super Bowl weekend, man. Have fun. We're not going anywhere, though, folks. We're coming right back with overtime. One final segment. That's the time for you to get your questions and comments in. 902-518-3033. Sober Carpenter text line or the YouTube stream. We'll be right back. Live on the Game Plus television network, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. You got something to say? You want to add to the show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. The studio today is Super Bowl 58 in Radio Row, and it's been a blast. I can't believe we're uh, winding it up. It went fast. Guys, write it down. Next year, New Orleans all week long. Come on down if you want. Well, rent an Airbnb. Uh, overtime is brought to you by Overtime Hockey Lanes in Calgary. We have some Calgary hockey news coming up here. Where skill and fun collide, 28th Street Northeast in Cowtown. Take your team down there. Take your family down there. Take your buddies down there. Have your own skills competition. Overtime Hockey Lanes in Cowtown. Sports update. The Flames announced today they've recalled goalie Dustin Wolf from the Calgary Wranglers of the American Hockey League. And additionally, the Flames have placed Dan Vladar on injured reserve with a lower body injury. Wolf coming off representing the Pacific Division at the 2024 AHL All-Star Classic where he played parts of four games helping the Pacific Division win the All-Star Challenge for a second straight season. Meanwhile, the Edmonton Oilers will try to get back on track tonight against the Anaheim Ducks after the Vegas Golden Knights snapped their 16-game winning streak on Tuesday. The red-hot Oilers have jumped up to 12th in the league standings after a dismal start to the season that saw them change coaches. Elsewhere tonight, the Rangers visit Chicago and Minnesota host Pittsburgh. The Canadian women's national hockey team meets the United States for game six of their rivalry series tonight in Regina. Canada won 4-2 over the Americans on Wednesday in Saskatoon to make the series 3-2 in favor of the U.S. Game seven goes Sunday in St. Paul if necessary. The Toronto Raptors host the Houston Rockets to open a five-game homestand tonight. Raptors added Canadian center Kelly Olenek to their roster before the NBA trade deadline yesterday. In theaters now, Landmark Cinema is bringing you the sports update, Killers of the Flower Moon, based on a true story and told through the improbable romance of Ernest Burkhart, played by Leonardo DiCaprio, and Molly Kyle, played by Lily Gladstone. Killers of the Flower Moon is an epic Western crime saga where real love crosses paths with unspeakable betrayal. Also starring Robert De Niro and Jesse Plemons in Landmark Cinema's selected theaters. That wonderful flick, Killers of the Flower Moon. And uh, we're also brought to you by Common Crown Brewing Company, turning your everyday common beer into a unique and exceptional experience. Visit commoncrown.ca. Regarding Super Bowl 58 in the big game, and by the way, that's not uh, my, I guess this is it for this show to, to, uh, for the week, but I'll be hosting Sober Bowl Sunday, the Clark County Amphitheater, along with Lee that? Steinberg, the original, Jer the original Jerry Maguire. The movie was made about Lee Steinberg. Ryan Leaf and uh, Earl Campbell fans will have comedians. We got it all. Doors open at noon. You can get tickets at the door. $20 for adults, $10 for kids. A sober, fun environment 
to watch the big game, Chiefs and 49ers. Uh, Gary in Penticton writes, and he says, no deal, Chiefs all the way. Everybody seems to be going for the Chiefs. Is there a big letdown coming, maybe? We'll see. Hey, I appreciate you, Brent, in Wellington, Florida. Writes that he says, great job this week, Rod. I enjoyed it. Appreciate you, man, and the support and uh, tuning in. Tim Penner writes in from Abbotsford, B.C., watching on Game Plus TV. He says, shout out to Nick Taylor at Phoenix Open. Killing it. From Buffalo Bill, watching in North Dakota. That's North Dakota for the common man. He says, Rough Riders were also Teddy Roosevelt's, Cal uh, Teddy Roosevelt's cavalry units. North Dakota presidential claim in Medora, North Dakota. Did you know that Dots pretzels are made in Medora, North Dakota? I just realized that on the flight out here from Miami to Las Vegas, eating Dots pretzels. Oh, no, not Medora. Is it Velva? Velva, North Dakota. How about that? Doing the snack world, doing the snack world proud, and North Dakota strong. Uh, Bo Halverson writing in. He says, go, Niners, go. They do have some fans. Jeff, the Stampeders fan, says, CFL's free agency opening on Tuesday will be very anticlimactic now. I kind of feel like they didn't expect it to go this way. How would you, right? That's going to need some tweaking for next year. Everybody, enjoy Super Bowl weekend. Thanks for tuning in from Vegas, and we will see you on Monday. Same time, same station. Who has more fun than us? <laughs> What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.